Welcome to the Atlanta Sports Podcast, a recap of the week in Atlanta sports, created by Atlanta sports fans for Atlanta sports fans. Welcome to episode 10 of the Atlanta Sports Podcast. Sort of a strange recording today, guys, as we're sort of right in the middle, or I guess maybe technically the beginning of uh, coronavirus. And we've basically seen every possible sporting event get shut down. Uh, Everything from the pros to Little League is no longer happening. Uh, But even though there's no sports going on, uh, we, uh, we actually have quite a bit of stuff going on in the news, especially surrounding the NFL. So Uh, This week in uh, episode 10, we're going to take a look at uh, the start now of NFL free agency, or I guess it was called legal tampering, and uh, also take a look at some of uh, the Falcons' uh, possible moves here as we look at what their second round pick, single now, it used to be plural prior to today, and we'll talk a little about that, but uh, what their second round pick may look like. Uh, But let's get it started with, I guess, the biggest deal of the day, and that was... uh, the trade for uh, Hayden. I always want to say Jaden, but Hayden Hurst. <laughs> Garrett has been working on sound effects. All right, let's try that again, Garrett. I like that. So the Atlanta Falcons. Nice. I've uh, tra- <laughs> traded for for Hayden Hurst. So what do y'all's takes on uh, our new tight end? Don't say anything too mean. It'd be great if he came on the show, but uh, but what is our, our real take on Hayden Hurst? What do we think about the Falcons making that deal? Well, I think you know I'm the biggest Hayden Hurst fan around, so I'm, I'm big on the deal, especially since we only had to give up a second and a fifth to get him. I mean, that's a steal, I think. Garrett? Uh, don't start the show off with lies. I don't believe that at all. <laughs> I prefer if my tight ends have more than four catches for a career-high game. I mean, it's just crazy. Like, compensation-wise, it's like the Falcons realize that they can't hit on second and fourth round picks, so, so we're just going to trade them. I think that's, that's really the only kind of excuse I have for giving up as much as we did for a third-string third tight, tight end. And I mean, I've heard he's re- I've heard he's great, which I hope so, because we gave up a second-round pick for him, which is, once again, just outrageous. But it it just... It's just a continuation of kind of the dumbfounding moves we continue to make as in our front office. It's just not promising to me when a kid who was a first-round pick in 2018 in two years has become a third-string tight end. And it's not like he's he's not behind Kettle. I mean, he's not behind – I mean, he's behind an okay tight end. So – well, Mark know, Andrews got the, some real man Mark Andrews went to the Pro Bowl this year. I mean, there you go. Pro, don't just, I wouldn't just say he went to too Oklahoma. much about the Pro Bowl. He did go to the Pro Bowl. Was he the seventeenth alternate like they do? Like, he is a receiving. You know who else made the Pro Bowl? In the tight end position. Thomas Deku at safety. So, I, oh gosh, <laughs> I think it's just funny that Mark Andrews was drafted in the third round of the same draft. And he's the starting tight end while the Mr. First Round is got shipped off. But hey, congrats to the Ravens for getting two draft picks for him. Yeah, I just I mean, how, Daniel, how do you Mr. Falcon, how do you explain the second round pick? Because to me it's outrageous. I, I just I can't I can't explain it. It's dumbfounding. I looked at it and I thought, you know, oh, we must be getting something else from this. Do we get an did we get a third round? I mean, I, I knew they threw in the they threw in the fourth, didn't they? 
So we get yeah, our second and fifth and we get their fourth. Right. But, I mean, with all the yeah. needs we have, with all the players we're cutting, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I was – I first have to say I pulled up – I had to look who Hayden Hurst was because I'd never heard of him before. And I found out that he has glorious hair, so he's already got one major plus for him. He's got some. He's got some fantastic hair. Yeah, uh, but it's the Florida redneck hair. That that is true, and it just looks like he wears it in a man bun at times. So not a big fan of that. But I had to pull up some game film from what he did with Baltimore, which wasn't a ton. And then I also watched some of his film from when he was with uh, in South Carolina, which he was actually a walk on at South Carolina, um, oh, which man. Uh, which I. I know it sounds like crazy. Like it's crazy, but he was he this was a walk on there. Makes it all worth it now. That <laughs> that I didn't used know to he play was a walk on. <laughs> that, this oh, changes gosh. everything. That, good gracious! But he used to be in the Pittsburgh Pirates organization as well. So he's he's clearly an athlete. Ooh. I think that's sort of one of his major pluses. And he only dropped one pass last year, which is the same <laughs> amount. <laughs> We're gonna be hearing that a lot with all of his touchdowns. He only uh, caught. We will four, be. He only caught four passes though, so that that stat isn't near as impressive. <laughs> I I do think he has major potential if given the opportunity with Matt Ryan as his quarterback. So I do think he has major potential. Am I happy we gave up a second round pick for him? No, right? Obviously not. I feel like we traded a second round pick because Baltimore was like, "Hey, we used a first round pick on this guy." And we didn't necessarily look at production, but we looked at where he was drafted at. And can we can we use that logic with Vic Beasley or one of our terrible first round picks? I, I wish that we could. So again, I'm not super pleased with what we gave up to get him, but I am happy he's here because I do think that he'll be a decent player. Actually, I think he'll be above average player for us because he he seems would like. You, a, would you say the Ravens' offense this last season was like? Below average, average, or above average in the passing game. If it, I remember right, at one point, uh, didn't uh, Lamar Jackson, wasn't he leading the league in passing or something crazy? I believe you're right, Mr. Barks. I to be fair, right. I am being a little rough on him. He did double his touchdowns last year. I mean, in 2018, he had one, and in 2019, he had two. So if he continues that mo- movement, next year he'll have four, and the year after he'll have eight. So... I mean, <laughs> sky's the limit, right? Well, I don't think he got a ton of opportunity because that Mark Andrews guy who I also didn't watch, he did put up ridiculous stats. So I will give give Garrett some credit there. He he had a monster season. But uh, so he, he didn't get a ton of opportunities. The, the draft day stuff I looked at as well said he's like a fantastic blocker, also a great uh, route runner and has great hands, which he clearly showed. So I'm trying to look at the positive here. I think he likes that. I think he'd be a good good football player for us, but it's I just, just the picks we gave up that I think we're complaining about. Like if I told you we gave up a fourth round pick to get Hayden Hurst, what would you, I mean, we wouldn't be complaining, right? No, because we I mean, fourth is, you know, I have a lot of lower expectations in a Dimitrov draft for a fourth than I do a two. I mean, I know he's missed on both, but in theory you should be able to have higher chances to pick a better player at two. Right. Yeah, I agree. We couldn't really get anybody in free agency because no. Hayden Hurst is cheap. So that's one of the reasons we made the deal. But yeah, like Jeremy said, I'd rather keep those two draft picks and use one on a tight end if we have to. Yeah. And you probably have the the same odds of maybe they're good, maybe they're not. But after two years in the league, you know this guy isn't great. Let's 
So let's look at how I'm hoping how they broke it down, right? So they probably were looking at drafting a tight end in the second, third, or fourth round based on what they gave up. And they must have looked at what was out there in the draft and thought that it either wasn't equal to what Hayden Hurst was or that they wanted to go in a different direction. Maybe they were going to push farther back and thought they got great value out of somebody like Hayden Hurst based on potential and what they saw out of the little bit of time that he played. But Or maybe they're just scared I'm, to take two number or two picks. They don't want to I'm screw gonna, two of them up. I'm going to wait to hold my my frustration or anger until we see him play this year. And if he plays like a second round pick or what he was a first round pick, then all of our complaining, I think goes away because we still have our own second round pick, right? We gave up our pick that used to be the Patriots. So, so we traded him for Sanu. <laughs> Anybody want we that did. trade? Well, Sanu's at the end. Come on now. Sanu's I don't want that trade. I don't want that trade regardless. Well, let's see what he does before we, uh, we killed the guy and string him up. I've seen what he's done for two years. <laughs> Actually, I take that back. I haven't seen what he's done because he yeah, nobody's seen it because nobody watches Baltimore play. <laughs> but you also have Lamar Jackson, a quarterback, and I know he had great passing numbers last year. But it was sort of like Michael Vick when he was with the Falcons, right? Like you run a route and then you look for the football because it should be coming to you because you're open, and they're scrambling all over the field. So I think yeah, but, it was a little better than that. Let's, yeah, he was. Uh, you're underselling Lamar Jackson a lot, but. But even in cases like that, I mean, think about Vic. Like, the tight end's your lifeline. Like, the fact that he couldn't do more in Baltimore and you're going to come bring him in to be in Dirt Cutter's explosive offense, I mean, <laughs> I just don't see it. Like, what what about this as a good idea? Especially when you couple that with the releases that we, we did today. I mean, how am I Mr. Positivity on the show? You're always Mr. Positivity out of this group, Daniel. That's not really. Sorry, I think it's the corona creeping up on me. Oh, my gosh. All right, so you're talking about other players that we've let go over the last, I guess, like 10 hours. I guess all sort of happened pretty quick here. Who else uh, are you talking about with with leaving and and gone now? I mean, total, we lost Hooper, Schweitzer. Devonta. And then we released Trufant and Freeman. I mean, we're creating holes all over the place. I mean, and, and Sam, I saw we released Sambrello as well. So we're, we're we're creating holes all over the place, and we don't have the cap or now the draft picks to, to even start to fill the holes we're creating. So I think we're opening up some room, though, with with some financial flexibility by letting Freeman and Trufant and uh, Swisher, I can't even say his name, those guys go. I want to say it was like over $7 million for Freeman and the offensive lineman. I can't. I don't know what Trufant's uh, positive cap hit was. But I want to say I was hearing it was like nine million. So we're opening up some room, and we weren't going to bring Hooper back. We knew that already. So are you are you not happy with Freeman? Like, let's. You didn't want Freeman back or Trufant back, did you? I mean, if we had a a front office that was you know had any worth, they would have traded him last year to the Lions, but we kept him around for locker room morale for our end of the year push you t- oh, you're talking about freeman to the Lions? Yeah, freeman yeah right. they had a trade for him and they said that they didn't make it because they wanted <laughs> the morale to stay high for our late season win push and I'm yeah like, they didn't want to mess up the locker room we're one in seven like who cares about the locker room like jeremy is on fire tonight garrett what you got any takes on this no nah, i agree completely with him i mean now 
letting Freeman walk just frees us up to take a running back in the first round. So yeah. No, no running backs in the looking first round. Looking forward to it. So I did a poll question on Twitter about Hooper leaving. And to be honest with you, I was a little shocked on the response. So I gave three options to see what y'all's take was. So I said Hooper's gone. Which, by the way, you can go on to at ATL Sport Podcast and uh, participate in the poll question. So I said Hooper's gone. Should we have paid him? And your three options are nope, see ya, need him, yes, or he's a tight end, don't care. So Garrett, what do you think with Hooper leaving? Where do you fall on that? I'm going to need those three options again. <laughs> Would you stop watching the TV in your room and pay attention to what we're talking about here? So your three options are nope, we don't see ya, need him, yes, or he's a tight end, don't care. See ya. All right, Garrett's on. <laughs> Garrett's on. See ya. With our, with our, are you ready for this, Garrett? With our Falcons talk. The delay will have to get cut. So, (laughs) oh man. All right, Jeremy. So, Garrett's with C. Where are you at with Hooper? Yeah. I mean, the money guy was ridiculous. See ya. What was that contract? It was four years, $44 million. It was outrageous. 23 guaranteed over the first two years. For a tight end that doesn't block. Making him the highest paid tight end in the NFL, am I right? Yeah, he Ever. Res- he reset the con- you know he reset <laughs> reset the market for tight end, which is crazy because he's not even a two way tight end like Kittle or Kelsey. And he also blacks out sometimes as he's running down the field. You all remember that? Can't what? confirm no. that. <laughs> what are you talking about? It was his rookie deal or his rookie season. Um, it was his first big touchdown, wasn't it, Jeremy? You remember that? And uh, after the game, they're interviewing him. What he thought about on that? It was it was when uh, I think it was like a shady play. You know, he's just wide open by twenty yards. He scored a touchdown, and in his response to the media, he was like, "Yeah, I don't really know. I kind of blacked out for a little bit out there." <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> As you were running for the touchdown, he blacked out. Well, we definitely got lots of changes coming. You know, with Freeman gone, we are going to have to look at somewhere in the running back spot because. What we have on the roster, obviously, we saw it last year. You know, Brian Hill was basically sort of the bell cow when Freeman was gone. That that he can't block, so that doesn't work out. Um, can't remember the little guy's name that always gets concussions. Who's a good back, but is never on the field. His I think you're thinking just Devonte Freeman. You mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's <Freeman>. Actually, <laughs> yeah. the guy who can't block, also Devonte Freeman in the Super Bowl. Yes, that covers Devonte Freeman as well as the guy I'm talking about. Um, that's my my trivia question for the night. I'll let somebody figure that one out and tell me because my brain has left me. Uh, but with Freeman gone, Trufant gone, you know we're gonna have Oliver playing uh, as one of those number one spots on the on the defensive back spots, as well as uh, you know, I'm gonna leave me hanging again on our other hey, defensive back. Who are you, who are you, you talking great? about? Like, hang on. This is where one of y'all are supposed to know our defensive backs as well. I don't know who you're talking about. Keanu Neal? <laughs> Keanu Neal. No, I'm talking about quarterbacks. Jalen Collins? <laughs> no. <laughs> Jalen Collins. All right. Well, now I'm on the interwebs looking. Garrett, feel free to fill the time here with some other interesting talk. So has anybody gone out in public lately? No. <laughs> this went downhill quickly. That's why you two can't be in charge of anything. 
Oliver. Didn't I say Oliver? Isaiah Oliver. Dang it. And Kendall Sheffield. There we go. Boom. That's why I should write these things down in advance and not rely on my memory to think Are we of them. cutting this part out? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's stayed. It has stayed. Only because you decided to play music in between the waiting <laughs> game. That kept it around. So with Trufant gone, we, we really don't have much at the defensive back spot anymore. So... Um, to be fair, with Trufant here, we didn't have much of the defensive back position. Man, we are just downing on our Falcons today. <laughs> I mean, good gracious. It's a cold, hard world out there. RRP. Why even play the year next year with you two? We have That's, no chance. Why don't you bring that up? There's a good chance that they won't play the season. <laughs> yeah, that was me and Garrick's next topic. We're going to be 7-9, to nine, so we're just going to call off the season. All right, so enough of the... Uh, uh, the legal tampering with uh, with free agency period starting up sort of today. I think they can actually start signing players on Wednesday, but it looks like some of those deals were already starting to get a heads up on. Some of them have been pretty crazy. I know I was shocked at the Ryan Tannehill deal. Um, who else had the crazy deal, Jeremy? Was it Kirk Cousins you were talking about? Yeah, Cousins got a big ascension, which, you know, he's, he's, still, got, he's still on that guarantee contract he initially got. And I guess they, they extended it for another two years, which, good luck. Yeah, good luck with that. It makes me even more happy that we have Matt Ryan. Yeah. All right, so second-round picks. Garrett, Falcons used to have two second-round picks, but as we discussed earlier with uh, our new Hayden Hurst signing from Baltimore, we're down to one. Any uh, any takes or any picks that you uh, would like to see the Falcons go with that second-round pick? Not really. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did all you bring to the show? <laughs> Is that all you brought to the show? <laughs> oh my gosh. Is that all you brought to the show today is the, the sound effects? You've got nothing else to contribute. That's what I spent most of my show prep on. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, no, uh, truthfully, I, I mean, I've uh, there's a lot of talk. I think of the Falcons taking a running back in the second round, which, I don't know, J.K. Dobbins is a name that's been thrown out there. I wouldn't mind J.K. Dobbins. Um <laughs> Oh man, he's he's probably the only guy around at that point. You think that, that the, the LSU about. back, the Clyde Edwards Hilaire, is gone by yeah, then? I don't. Well, I said that'd be excited about. I, I don't know if he's you, gone, but I'd rather have J.K. Dobbins. I don't know about Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I'm with you there. I'd uh, I won't I won't too, uh, disagree with that. A little too small. He was a bruiser, but. I, I, but I don't want to see him uh, trying to do that against against NFL linebackers. Right. Only a few. I mean, you got Darren Sproles or Maurice Jones-Drew for a little bit before he, you know, did his thing. But, and that's uh, where Hilaire really gets compared to is Maurice Jones-Drew, sort of that bigger bigger back but sort of small guy. Right. And I think it's just those are so few and far between of actually making it for a decent career. Right. Um so I don't know. I would say J.K. Dobbins. I'd be okay with that. Is Swift gone by then? Yeah, he so. should be gone. I would by say, yeah. Uh, he's probably going to go in the first round, towards the end of the first round. That may be a stretch on him, but I think so. Between him and Jonathan Taylor, I think someone 
late to first to early second, they're probably gone. Jeremy, how about you? Any any thoughts on second round picks for the Falcons? Hopefully your show prep response is better than Garrett's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I really like Dobbins as well. Uh, the other, I mean, we knew cornerback help, obviously, now that we released Trufant. So there's a Jalen Johnson out of Utah is a pretty good prospect. It should be there when we pick in the middle of the second. So, but I mean, really, it needs to be a, obviously a corner, defensive lineman, or guard. I mean, those seem to be the three positions we really hit in the draft. So, Hopefully, won't, won't, I'm with you, know, you there. That's where I was leaning as well. Was those three spots? My dream pick. Well, first let me tell you. So I, there's a thing called WalterFootball.com, which I don't know who Walter is, but uh, he's got lots of draft stuff. And uh, so WalterFootball.com had us saying that we were going to take Zach Bond from Wisconsin, a linebacker. So of course I had to go and do a little research because who the heck is Zach Bond? Because I don't watch Wisconsin football. And uh, I mean, he's okay. But I'm not a big fan of taking a, a linebacker at the second round, especially when it says that his best game film came against Illinois and his worst game film against Ohio State, okay. a.k.a. the guys that will be in the NFL. So no thank you. That sounds like your Espinosa guy. Oh, don't even. <laughs> don't you even. A, you were a big expert on Iowa football. I am a big fan of Ep- Epinosa, Epinesa, whatever his name was. I can't remember now. But I was a huge fan of him. Huge fan. And I still, I am a still a big fan of him because I'm a believer, Garrett. Uh, look, I look for the positive, and I think he, uh, I think he can play. Um, you, you are a believer. Don't start with me. I'll start commenting on the fact that you said aroused on the show last week. So hold it together over there. So, but I, I am happy if we were to take Epinesa with, uh, with that first round pick. But not a big fan of taking Zach, Zach Bond. Uh, in that uh, in that second round but if you want to check out what we thought about our first round picks you could always listen to last week's episode or you could check out the website uh, the atlanta sports podcast.com where uh, yours truly wrote about who i thought we should take in uh, in the first round and i think uh, jeremy's working on who we should take in the second round so that should be coming up here uh, here soon my dream pick though for the second round garrett raekwon davis from alabama at defensive tackle so he should be right around where we're going to be picking. He's a monster. He's 6'7", 305, and was a beast for Alabama. So I would be a happy camper if we uh, if we took Raekwon Smith or if we had to even trade up a couple spots uh, to, to make sure we pick him up. That would be sort of my dream scenario, sort of anchoring that, uh, that defensive line there in the middle. We don't have any picks left to trade. <laughs> we used them all up for, for our tight end. Yeah, we use them up all up for Luke Stalker version two. Oh gosh, a younger Luke Stalker is what. Oh, I, I I think Hurst is going to be the Falcon. I don't see the Falcons uh, trading up at all. Yeah, I mean we we really needed quantity already, and and we've just got so many spots open next year that you know if we trade away any more draft picks they're gonna be holding open tryouts <laughs> correct me you're gonna say me and garrett on the offensive line if <laughs> <laughs> well jeremy does have experience from his we are marshall days i forgot all about that the extra and we are marshall yeah that's true i, I don't know where we're going <laughs> with this but <laughs> we're off the rails on the coronavirus day four Oh, oh my goodness. All, all right, I gotta so say is the audience has to get used to it because 
for the next eight weeks, it appears. It's just going to keep on getting worse. There's slim to none with sports talk availability. Although that thing that Garrett shared on Twitter, which I think we should, we need to reshare on uh, on the Atlanta Sports Podcast on our at ATL Sport Podcast, uh, the marble racing was hilarious. So check out the Twitter page if you don't know what we're talking about. I'll have that up there in a little while. It was uh, it was fantastic. Maybe we need to come up with our own marble racing video. Yeah, you, you got plenty of time on your hands. Y'all are brutal. Uh, just Daniel talk and y'all just make fun of me is what this episode has turned into. <laughs> and Garrett's sound effects. The one thing you brought to the show today, Garrett's sound effects. Old yeah. professional. Next week, me and Garrett are planning a roast of Daniel Barks. So just get ready. Uh, I've got some great topics lined up for next week. So it'll be fun. Oh, no. Well, you said you had surprise content this week, Garrett. Are you ready to reveal that surprise content, or was your surprise content your sound effects? A uh, little bit on the sound effects, but no, I think I'm going to save it for next week. Actually, <laughs> we had a, well, we that, had enough to, we had enough uh, going on today to discuss actual that, sports. That terrifies me. That absolutely terrifies me. Well, it's my my own March Madness bracket, if you will. Oh no. Can you can you believe how mad people are getting that they're not putting out a March Madness bracket? It's like they're not playing a tournament. They're not going to do a bracket. Like, well, yeah, we already know uh, who the national champion is, Florida State, right? It's going to be awesome to look back and see in twenty twenty, uh, what fifteen twenty different national champions. Everybody's going to claim it. Oh yeah, they already did. The Florida was it? The Florida Senate claimed Florida State as champions. Um, I think Kansas is talking about it. I'm sure Kentucky is. They always Georgia Tech's got to get in on it. We need <laughs> yeah, a banner. Well, Georgia's going to claim it because, you know, they would have won the SEC in the national championship if they had a chance. If Ant-Man had only had his opportunity. So are they going to bring back the Georgia Tech coach? Because, I mean, it's been a rough couple of years. I, mean, I know he had an Asker okay. put together. He had, he had a good season okay, this year. He had an okay year this year. The, uh, well, I mean, as bad as we've been, they had a chance. Good. Yeah, they had a chance to make the tournament, but it was a good year to uh, be on a postseason ban. Yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. All right, guys, y'all got anything else to add on uh, our first episode of Coronavirus Sports Talk? All right, well, I'm going to wrap it up now because otherwise, who knows what we could be talking about. But who knows? turn in next week. It might be, uh, it might be better or it, it might be worse. All right, thank y'all for listening. <laughs> oh my gosh. And with that, Episode 10 of the Atlanta Sports Podcast is in the books. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, please take a moment and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. Also, please take a moment and follow us on Twitter. You can find us at ATL Sport Podcast. That's at ATL Sport Podcast. And you can also check out what we're writing on our website, theatlantasportspodcast.com. As always, thank you for listening and have a great week, Atlanta.